You are listening to episode 30 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about objection, Your Honor, when you should sustain or overrule your thoughts. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm going to tell you a, a story of where this podcast idea came from. So I was walking my dog, sweet dog Bailey, who's actually laying right at my feet here. And I noticed I was kind of thinking about something, you know, I'd, I'd received a message and I just, I was thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And all of a sudden, I said out loud, I talk out loud on my walks. I said, objection, your honor. And I waited. And my brain said, sustained. And the thinking stopped. It stopped in its tracks. I honestly couldn't believe it. Have you watched courtroom dramas, movies, or on TV? I love this fantasy life of a courtroom attorney. You know, they spend hundreds of hours doing diligence and discovery and poring over all the most boring things, and then there's eight minutes of showtime. Huh. So I, it got me to thinking about when your mind starts to loop, when it's what's called ruminating or chewing and chewing and chewing on thoughts over and over, going in circles, replaying scenarios, pulling things out of the archives. And, you know, I'm all for exploring our thoughts in the sense that sometimes the way to find between what's between you and your dreams is to know what stories your brain is telling you. And sometimes enough is just about enough. When I waited for that answer, I actually gave my brain a pause and it allowed my thinking brain to kick back in, a different kind of thinking. Today's podcast is about that good kind of inner courtroom. It's about taking the concept of befriending your inner critic to another level. Today, we're going to be talking about how having an inner judge can be a wonderful way to use your eager-to-please mind and when to sustain your objections and when to overrule your objections in order to keep your mind thinking about things that are useful. All right, let's go. Your mind is a tool. It really is not the boss of you. No more than your left foot is the boss of you. Having a process to address your mind's desire and tendency to go to work with you on your behalf, it's just part of the way you can manage your stress and reduce it. So how can setting up a character of a judge in your mind help keep your thinking on track? Well, for one, it's a strong visual image. Science has studied the impacts of having a visual eye, as they call it. One study that I read, and links are in the show notes, of course, there was a quote that said, the study suggests that the mind's eye acts as an emotional amplifier 
strengthening both the positive and negative feelings produced by our experiences. It's interesting that they actually studied how movie scenes can produce fear reactions on our skin. Isn't that amazing? When we're seeing something in our mind's eye or our visual eye, it actually amplifies our experience of it. Real or imagined, your mind processes feedback on what you imagine or perceive. When you use a visual, it increases your mind's ability to stay with the visual and to pay attention. In this example, setting up the image in your mind of a courtroom and you have the judge there and you have the jury and all the people watching and the prosecution and the defense, it brings that whole idea of decision making it into your, literally it loads an image into your brain and it gives your mind a more concrete framework to work with. Now you have a mental construct for your mind's courtroom. Imagine your judge, the character of the judge. What are they like? Fair, kind, decisive, gruff, friendly, distracted. (laughs) Imagine what you want the character of the judge to be in your mental courtroom. Do you want it to be a version of your higher self, the version of you that wants the very, very best for you always? Even when the everyday you wants to maybe just think of what feels good in the moment. And then think about the characters of the defense attorney and the prosecution. Imagine how much you want to color in these characters. But I think of all the characters to really have a sense of is your your inner judge, the one that you want to have in your mind. Now let's pivot to when to sustain your objections and when to overrule them. Let's just go back to the basics and define the terms. Sustain is the word used when your judge agrees that this line of thinking must be terminated or that the objection really is the best course of action. Overruled means, no, 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 let's hear this out and see where it goes. When you're using this image, for example, if your thinking is kind of going, again, it's ruminating, it's looping, and it's generating these feelings of confusion, overwhelm, or even regret. Object the decision and ask if you want to sustain and say, yes, get that thinking out of this mind that is no longer welcome in my courtroom. (laughs) But if the thinking makes you just feel uncomfortable, sad, fearful, disappointed, maybe. Maybe you overrule the objection and you say, let's, let's listen to the thinking a little bit, but we're going to be specific about it. Be sure you stay on task thinking. Explore the thinking and maybe give it a time frame. Sometimes our minds generate discomfort by staying stuck in unhelpful thinking. This is the thinking that keeps us stuck replaying the past It keeps us from making decisions. It keeps us, you know, in, I don't know, uncertainty in our relationship with ourself. And it can take literal minutes, hours out of our life that we're not able to focus on or do anything else. But sometimes our minds will think about something and 
it will generate this discomfort because, well, maybe you're becoming a new version of yourself. Maybe your thinking pattern is, it's just trying to evolve and your mind is trying to write different brain maps on who you are and how life works for you. And it takes practice to know the difference. The first phase of learning how to object to your thought loops is to stop ruminating thinking. In that example I gave, that's exactly what it was. I was I was imagining this message that I received and it kept playing over and over and over in my mind. And other examples of this are replaying old conversations and coming up with different dialogue for them. Waking up in the middle of the night stressed out about work or anything else that is a problem that your mind is trying to solve. It takes time, but you really can learn to stop that kind of thinking. And I find that this framework, the objection, your honor, is a way for your judge to come in and say, yeah, stop that noise, sustained. In my experience of working with clients and, of course, living with these own practices myself, it is a longer learning curve to know when the discomfort is because you're changing your self-concept and you're mind is fighting back to keep things the same. For example, in my own life, I have been systematically disconnecting from pre-written stories. There are so many stories out there about what a good mother is, what a good woman is, what a good employee is, what a well-lived life is. And for me, one of the things is I've really gotten very discretionary about the external inputs I put into my mind so that I can hear my mind's thinking. And the quieter my mind, the more I can hear the stories come to the surface and I can see it as discomfort of change. And when I'm having these thoughts and I notice I kind of want to escape the thinking, oh, no, don't think about that. Oh, that's just being negative. Like anytime I'm trying to shut down my thinking, I might throw up an objection, Your Honor. And in those cases, when I pause and wait for the judge to rule, Sometimes the judge says, this thinking points you to something you need to see. Overruled. Be brave. You've got this. Yes, this is a silly mind trick. It's a game. But, you know, I am the more fun coach, and actually, I love developing games to play with my mind. For one thing, we are visual creatures. We're kinetic creatures. The more that I feel like I can tap into those cognitive features, the more I'm able to adjust and expand my thinking. I'm all about looking for ways to hold life's experiences lightly and reducing the stress that we generate for ourselves with our thinking. We don't mean to. It's just part of, quite honestly, it's just part of how the system's designed. So much of our mind's processing of about events, events that have passed, events that are to come, it's at the root of so much of our stress. Life is happening for us. It's happening to us and around us. We create this fully featured world inside our own minds. So why not play the game of imagining an inner courtroom and see what happens for yourself? To recap, today we talked about how having an inner judge, an inner courtroom, can be a wonderful way to direct your mind. How to raise objections and suggestions for when to sustain or overrule those objections. 
after inventing this game, while I was out on my walk with Sweet Dog Bailey, I use it more often. Being able to say, objection, your honor. It's almost like I hit the pause button on my thinking. And I and because I've played this game over and over and over, now I know I'm like, okay, so replay the tape. Okay, the thinking was, yep, that thinking, that objection to that thinking is sustained. And literally, it's like a switch clicks off, click, and the thinking stops. Sometimes I'll say, ooh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to shut down my thinking and avoid it, but there's something I want to see here. So that objection is overruled, and I want my brain to keep playing with it, but with um, more structure. Here's your homework this week. Your homework, your Coach Lisa homework, is to practice this for yourself. Raise objections. See how your inner judge, that higher version of you, the one that wants the best for you, would ask you to sustain the objection. Maybe it means stopping ruminating thinking, or perhaps it will overrule it and say, listen, this is a place you actually want to dig into, but do it more purposefully and with courage. Notice if you have habits of ruminating. And notice if when you practice this over time, that eventually causes that pattern of rumination to fade away or become less problematic. Can you tap into your power to think on purpose? Can you tap into this power to have that inner judge but not be quite as self-critical? Can you tap into the power to actually manage these messy mind loops? It can't hurt to run the experiment for yourself. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.